Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kit. And today we're going to talk about service animals. And in preparation for that, I made everyone watch a documentary called Pick of the Litter. And apparently everyone had emotions about it. And I didn't expect. I thought it was informative. (laughs) Kip, do you want to share why? Let's talk about what it was. Okay. So Pick of the Litter is a documentary uh, made in 2019. Um, it shows um, a set of five puppies born by, I think it's Guide Dogs of America. Yeah, mm-hmm. Labrador Retrievers, five yes. of them. And they're specifically going to be seen eye dogs, which I'm going to talk about other service dogs, but this is the thing that kind of shows the rigorous training and process it takes to create a service dog for someone with a special need or in order for them to have more independence in the world. I think in many ways, possibly the most rigorous training of any service dog. Yeah, the seeing eye dogs, yeah. Because they literally keep them alive. Yeah, Mm. seeing eye dogs are kind of, they have a unique um, ability because... They keep their person from moving into traffic. traffic. So they're... So they're keeping their person alive. Yeah, so they have a special training. It's not only like obedience, because you have service dogs who can detect blood sugar changes, uh, provide comfort, stability dogs, epilepsy dogs. Um, But seeing eye dogs are literally supposed to guide them through the world, so they are trained in something called, uh, like, what is it called? Uh, willing disobedience yeah where they have to make a decision that without the command of their human so if their human's like let's move forward and the dog's like i see a manhole that's open we are not moving forward i refuse or i'm gonna pull you out of the way of a car that suddenly shows up so that's a train platform we're not walking off of it no right so it's a very unique skill set to teach a dog because they're also giving this dog and this dog is supposed to help the person exist in the world in yeah. a way that would not be possible without them. Yeah, it's very rigorous training. Yeah. Yeah. But I am curious, Kip, why did you describe it as the sad thing I made you watch? Um. So, well, first off, um, there's one thing that I noticed, and this is a part of the opening scene so it's not a spoiler in any way shape uh-huh. or form for this uh, dynamic story that we all shared um they do have a breeding program for yes. these puppies these are not rescues no these are dogs that they specifically breed and it was i, I feel i'm not i know i've had words about my feelings about breeding in the past right. it's you know as i've kind of been keeping my eye on the subject and, you know, looking at the pros and cons, I would say that at this point in time, outside of what I've said in the past, I feel kind of on the fence about the value right now. Okay. You know, so I'm not, I'm not going to totally dunk on them for breeding these dogs. Right. Um, I'm learning and I'm trying to be as informed as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was just kind of like, oh, eh. okay. Well, yeah, that's... that was part. Of, that wasn't what made me sad. Oh, okay. That no, wasn't no, no. what just made you a sad. Discussion about what, how. Okay. Well, that yeah. was <laughs> part of what annoyed Heath at one point. Was do you want to talk about that? Let's since talk we... about the breeding. Okay. Well, okay. At one point, 
they mention one of the puppies. Okay, one of the puppies gets moved to the breeding program. program. That's yes. where we learn where the breeders come from. It's yeah. it's puppies that they decide to move from the training to the breeding program. Right. Yeah. Which made me very sad that she wasn't moving forward, Rosemary. Yeah, Rosemary. Mm-hmm. She, she's now doomed to Prim, a life to, in the breeding. Oh, Prim, Primrose. This Sorry. group was yeah. all peas. Yeah, yeah Primrose. That's right. Yeah, the, the that's peas. right. Primrose. Uh, doomed to a life to in give the, babies. In the breeding colony <laughs> is what she said, and that. What what does that look like? They is what didn't I want to know. Dystopian. What the fuck does <laughs> a guide dog breeding colony look like? Because when you say that, why the fuck are you saying colony? Yeah. And what what is that seriously? What does that look like? Are these dogs actually living in a group in a kennel situation? I mean, are they, they on an island? What is this? Yeah, what they're on this? an island. Yeah. They've got to be tracking. Do they? They've got to be tracking. They live in gets... homes, right? Why are you calling it a breeding colony? <laughs> I I yeah. I'm just making some assumptions. I assume that they might, since they want specific traits. Part okay. So, no, I get that. I have a problem with the word breeding colon- like no, colony. No, that's is fair. My that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, that's, I didn't actually expect as much of an issue with this, since this is the one type of specialty work dog we've all agreed in the past. Yeah, that like, it right, makes it's good sense. for work dogs. I can't. Yes. I can't. Especially this very specialized. Like I, I can get yeah, yeah breeding get for those traits. Right for certain traits because if they, don't. I took issue with the word colony in this and i what the fuck is a breeding colony I in this context what does that look like what does it look like why did they not show us that okay where where is primrose a primrose is... we only saw her once she had puppies what does her regular life look like without i don't puppies? know i don't know that is a really good question that i would is like to know question. what her yeah they didn't i want to know what the breeding program like what their dogs lives look like yeah, I, would, I would like just to know. live in a cage now and i and don't think that's give, it give <laughs> like birth to puppies now right because we I, only I saw them in like i would think not with the babies they yeah, pretty well with the dogs in general. Yeah, but we only saw her in the kennel situation yeah. because she was giving birth, and that was the whole yeah. Yeah. circle connects. One puppy starts the next cycle of the next. But still, set. it seems Let's... like it would have been more comfortable to give birth at if she was staying at a home in the home. But. Let's let's, anyway, okay. let's let's put it in this context. Yeah. When we when we take a step back and look at the company as a whole, from what we do know about right. how they handle their this dogs, is a obviously a biased I documentary. Like, I would still like to know. Okay, sorry. Let's let Kip talk. With the puppies that were born, they were all given to handlers mm-hmm. to live with and to train with. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming. I, and this is just an assumption the breeding colony could be Lord of the Flies, who knows? <laughs> but I'm assuming that Primrose does have a type of handler mm-hmm. that managers manages her breeding specifics, finds the studs, takes care of her when she's pregnant, and then the reason why she gives birth in the uh, I guess facility kennel, facility yeah. is because there's some sort of veterinary situation going on. Yes. That, that's, that's that's my assumption. Simply because I do feel like they are genuinely caring about the dogs and the people yeah. that they yeah. that that manage the dogs and the people that the dogs ultimately go to, in, mm-hmm. you know, in the end. I would agree. I just really don't like that they call it a breeding. Colony. No, the they colony. Use different words, but also I these are breeding program. Yeah, fine with that. I did not like program. what she said. I will, colony. I will. Could have slip of the tongue. It could have been. Yeah. <laughs> This is someone who has a day-to-day job where they're not filmed, and then they were being filmed for this very particular... I don't think that slips out unless you do refer to it like that sometimes. Maybe it's an inside joke, and they're like, 
Oh, did I say that? I don't know. Maybe I, I did it. I did call hot chocolate chocolate milk like an hour ago. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's the like same. They're the same thing. Different. It's different, but it's a little bit the same. <laughs> so, okay. Um, wow. Uh, Kip, what made it sad? Because you said this isn't the thing that made you sad. So, you know... Leading up to the set, the sad point is kind of like going towards the end of the the film. Okay. Um, so you know, I want to talk a little bit more of, uh, about the story in general. Okay. Okay. So, and I'll I'll mention the sad part when we get to it, and it's. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. So, well, okay, you'll talk about it now, or you so want to talk about there's it later? Puppies. Okay. Puppies. So we've got Primrose. Mm-hmm. We've got Phil. Yeah. We've got Patriot, and we have Pontiac. Patrick. Pontiac. Pontiac? No, it was not Pontiac. It was Pontiac. It no, was, it was uh, Potomac. Not. Potomac. 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 And then there was the other girl. Poppet. 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 Yes. Poppet. Okay. Poppet was a girl. So they were all given handlers. Mm-hmm. These handlers did actually manage them and train them. And then you check in mm-hmm. with the. They're puppy raisers. Yeah. Yeah, they're the puppy raisers. And they check in with the company and just kind of be like, hey, this is the progress. This is what they're struggling with. And yeah. that person kind of gives the trainer, you know, things that they can work on. Yeah. And th- their job is to, like, do the socializing and all of the basic obedience training and all yeah. of that. Sit, stay, take them to, train. Depot, take right. them to get, the train. Get them used yard, to, like, all yeah. situations, yeah. Take them to the airport where there's people everywhere and yeah. just kind of let them mm-hmm. be relaxed and mm-hmm. check their temperament yeah. when it comes to all that stuff. So um, then, you know, there gets to a point in the training where um, – you can decide on whether the puppy proceeds or not. There's yes. different checkpoints where you can be like, all right, you're going here, you're going here, you're proceeding. Basically, dogs failing out of service training. They yeah. call it career changes. Is the ne- career changes. It's, <laughs> it's very professional. It's very sweet. Uh, other programs do call it they kind of fail out because yeah. of different yeah. things. Because I thought this film did illustrate the interesting things that might come up and be hard for a dog to do service training. Right. But uh, continue with your thoughts. I know. You, oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to put in there. I know it's for the sake of like the, the puppy raisers and like the handlers, but it's, it seems like somebody went to HR on behalf of the dogs and they're like, we should call it career changing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was a joke made and then it just stuck. Yeah. And the thing that, the thing that really got me was how personal some of the trainers took it when the dog would fail out. You know, I mean, I get it. It because makes sense. It's like, they're so invested. They're mm-hmm. so invested, you know, and it I, is a time sink. So much work. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm just like a heartless monster where I would be like, all right, this one's dumb. Next one. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, all right. I think if you actually went through it, I feel like you would feel differently, maybe? I probably, Because... Because yeah. that's a lot of work. That's months. That's months of work when you're attached to the training, dog. yeah. Um, like, and I, you set yourself up to separate yourself you so you can go on to the next person mm. to help. Uh, I have a statistic, but finish your thought, Kev. Um, I may have lost my train of thought. Oh, do we know why Primrose failed and was put into the breeder program so okay why i missed that I, okay so they the reason they kind of went down from what i was understanding when it is a choice between like two females like they have to whenever okay so we have uh puppies are born 
puppies go to puppy raisers, then they go to um, more, they can sometimes switch puppy raisers and training. And then before they go to the final, basically the person who teaches them, this is how you lead blind people teacher, before they go to yep. the blind person academy to, blind learn, person academy, yep. to learn how to teach blind people how to walk, yep. <laughs> which is the dog shop. Yep. Um, they... I feel like all females are assessed to see which ones are ready. Like if they have any sort of health risk that would put them at risk. And then uh, it sounded like at least in the documentary, what the reasons they gave is Poppet was more mellow. So would make a better guide. Poppet was my favorite. Poppet was good. But yeah. Primrose, because, she, like, they even show a shot when they were, like, trying to get her down for an x-ray. She, like, escaped and ran around the room. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like, she's a little bit more energetic. And she's was, a nutbag. Which I assume is... So all of the females attributing their genes to the next generation are nutbags. <laughs> well, I assume that she, uh, she was... She also passed all the way to go into right. guide school. And I think... So she that, does have good traits. Yeah. yeah she and she, good she, she was very stable i think also they were showing that to emphasize her energy not necessarily because i think certain dogs she's not a bad dog everyone has bad days like uh we had a whole feel the show favorite where you're like yeah everyone loves phil everyone's it's like well phil's steady phil was made to be a scene reliable (laughs) when phil went to his puppy handlers he did not even whine Yeah. yeah And all of the other puppies were, like, understandably anxious about being handed off to these strangers. And Phil's just chill. Yeah, he's just chill. Chill Phil. He's like, okay, I guess I live with these people now. Yeah. The thing the lady said was, Phil... Phil's the kind of person who will let you borrow their car. And I'm yes. like, I would never let anyone borrow my car. I am not a Phil. That's why you didn't name yourself Phil. I did not name myself Phil. No, not one bit. Uh, no. Uh, so a statistic to explain, because uh, you were talking about, like, the dis- uh, I forget where in the conversation, but um, so over, so every year, over 1,100 applicants apply for a CNI dog. Mm-hmm. And even if they are selected, it can take over a year to place them with the dog. And the statistic they gave on the documentary, mm-hmm. which was, it, I think this is their yearly number, 800 dogs are bred a year for oh. the program. All right. Only 300 make it. Yeah, and that's nationwide. And this, this is nation for this, this particular And that's uh, why group. these dogs cost $10,000 each. <laughs> yeah, but that's 300 when mm. a thousand, over 1,100 people apply. Yeah. This is a huge, like, and... Yeah. So when they get a female dog, they do have to take into consideration we need to keep the pool going. Not yeah. to be cruel, but they are a specifically trained dog. Right. For certain temperaments, and that's how breeding works. So mm-hmm. is it just that they were definitely choosing one of the two females? I think that's how it is because it just they came still. Down to that. Yeah, they're like. Sucks. So I, I'm curious what the percentage of females like if it was a litter of only girls like how many get to stay or how many because it was right. mm-hmm. so i think it would depend so obviously you wouldn't want the ones that flunk out early right want to pass those traits on right because and there's anything here, wrong with the here's dogs. the You're thing saying for guide dogs yeah. yeah service dogs can flunk out for lots of things sometimes 
service dogs are too friendly. They love everyone. They yeah. love people they so get much. Distracted by people. They don't have they an attention wanna... span. Yeah. yeah. No, not at I all. Think that's like the number one thing that dogs flunk out for for any kind of service dog and by the way when they flunk out they get adopted by a family right they become yes, companion they animals they're pets they don't uh they don't tiger king the puppies no, <laughs> no. oh my god <laughs> like that fucking monster. oh my god that was a dark pool he's um, shit he okay is. i'm glad um, he's in prison good anyway. okay um <laughs> he's not a hero everybody no, no one. It was a hot train wreck. No, no one could look. Okay, okay, like we're not. We're side. not doing. Time I personally either. liked the drug dealer more, but anyway. Yeah, the drug uh, dealer. The was, drug dealer. Yeah, I like. Yeah, he stuck to his principles and seemed to care about his animals more. Because anyway, he had two. He genuinely did. He literally yeah. had two, and he's like, "I'm selling drugs to feed my big cats." It's literally what I'm doing. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And I have exactly. Another, I know he. I know he killed that. people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> At least he's honest. He's like, "Yeah, I murdered people. I'm a criminal." But he, did, have he did his time. He did. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> that he was what the most noble. <laughs> that documentary. Okay. Okay. The raining show. wrong he documentary. He was, and that's really fucking <laughs> that's sad. That's fucking sad. Although, yeah. I, oh, we all know I'm Fandrew. I'm uh, yeah. on Pearl Baskin's side also. I'm not saying she's perfect. Anyway, okay. moving on. We should probably stop. We're going, about we're this. going, we're going. What? This wouldn't be Pet Parents Pod without a sidebar. Yeah, I know. Why are you trying to stifle our creativity, Dan? Yes. So service dogs. Um, this is, this a, is art, Danny. This isn't the only <laughs> program. I also, uh, I've watched this in the past. I showed Heath some of it. I didn't send it I to think you. I watched all of it that first time. I, I think you might have. I, mm. I watched it, and then Heath also watched it with me. It's called um, Puppy... Oh, crap. Academy? What is that? You've watched it twice. Why, why do you not know the name? I had to search it. I keep forgetting. Okay. Um, bah, 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 Dan does live Google. Live it Google was a time. BuzzFeed thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was Puppy Academy. Sure no, that's a-, that's a child show. Oh. All right. We don't care about not, them. Not that. We're not plugging no. Puppy Academy. We don't like people. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's not sponsored pod. by Puppy, Puppy Academy. Don't know what don't know what that show is. Nope. Uh, Puppy Prep. Puppy, puppy prep. Yeah, there we go. You were, you were close. Prep. That's Big the type fan of, of puppy prep. Love puppy it. puppy prep was. It. It, it's very cute. <laughs> it's they very they cute. mostly have um, stability dogs and emotional support, and they have one who's dogs trying. that pick things up off the ground for their. Yes. Uh, so he's my emotional support. So, and he's totally unhinged. <laughs> is that the is that the best kind of? Yep. Emotional That's, support. I animal? need that kind of emotional support. Okay. The unhinged kind. The unhinged kind. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. So to be a service, let me at least explain. So a service animal isn't just a seeing blind. A blind oh my god. A seeing eye dog. Seeing eye dog. Seeing blind dog. Seeing blind dog. Yep. That's a bad. They make you blind. <laughs> it's also they. they Very also controversial. Have the, uh, the diabetes dogs. Yeah, they have the diabetes. My dogs. family considered getting one mm-hmm. for my brother. Um, but we legitimate, we're too poor to afford it. Yeah. So we could not get that. So what is a service dog? Uh, this is I don't from know the, much about the prices of service animals. 
it depends. Sometimes they can be covered partially by insurance. Uh, you can get part of certain charities and organizations to help get people into them. It Good just, to know. I will let my family know. I don't know the details. Well, I didn't do the research uh, per se. I'm just going to give some definition. I just know those are our programs because at one point my parents vaguely talked about a possible epilepsy dog for my mom. Oh, there you sense. go. But uh, I think they, we later, she got a device that helps control it. So that is a lot better um, for her personally. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so what is a service dog? A service dog helps a person with a disability lead a more independent life. According to Americans with Disabilities Act, a service dog is a dog that is individually trained to do work or perform tasks for a person with a disability. Yeah. So highest rate of like master's phd level cni dog right because they're literally a guy yeah they literally have to learn how to not take your orders yes while taking your orders my dissertation mm. is that's a car we're not going forward yes, yes. your dissertation don't walk into traffic yes as we saw i have to pull you back you're about to walk into fucking traffic again <laughs> yes um but what that means is they there's uh, mobility dogs who assist people using wheelchairs or walking devices who have balance issues. So let's say it's someone who uses a cane mm -hmm. and they can use a stability dog to apply pressure. And that's something in puppy prep. They did a lot of stability dogs. So mm -hmm. they're, they're, they had a, I think it was stable or something like that where they would say that and then the dog would learn to tense up and provide stability. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah to allow the person to stand up and down on their own, um, pick up and retrieve objects. Because if you, sometimes people who have those uh, mobility issues, they can't lean over. So I dropped my spoon, I dropped my wallet. The dog's trained to pick it up and retrieve it. Yeah. So lots of retrieval things. Mm -hmm. I think technically I can't find the details of this, but I have heard they, uh, to be considered a, a service dog, they need to have like two particular tasks at least. They can know more than that, but they need two specific like commands mm -hmm. on top of the others to be yeah. considered a service dog because there are emotional support dogs, which we could do a whole other episode because those are a different type of service animal. They provide us different type of um assistance mm -hmm. um so uh it's one of the puppies from um yeah actually one of the puppies one of the puppies uh, who failed out of the guide dogs ended sorry up. was career changed yes mm -hmm. ended up as like an unofficial one of those for he was like a ptsd dog yeah mm -hmm. so patriot was one of my favorite stories in that because yep. First of all, Patriot was originally assigned to a teenager who was kind of doing this as an extracurricular school Never project. Never raised a, a dog like this before. But he yeah. wanted to do puppy raising, and so his he was it was his first you puppy. Start somewhere you gotta start somewhere, and I don't uh, think you should start there. Though, I honestly. think, it, but I can see why the program. The I think why the program would be interested in him is he would bring the dog to high school with him so that's a lot of exposure and if yeah. done well that could be an actual thing yeah, i'm sure well. he had to go through courses and certifications i assume they didn't just go oh high schooler wants to train a puppy i assume there yeah. are it's not like a kid being assigned one of those robot babies that mm -hmm. you got to take care of and they just kind of like 
Hackett. It was his <laughs> first dog, his first attempt. You're not going to do well your first try. And even... Yeah. And his mom clearly didn't know much about. Well, I don't or, know how much it was her project either. Anyway, and well, the, the main thing that he messed up on, he it did, and I'm sure he did well. Otherwise, I'm not like we didn't get to really see his. It stuff. just Patriot had a biting problem, which is like a really basic puppy thing to teach them not to do yeah. when they're very small. You go out, right? You like overreact when they're biting you when they're very small, and you keep doing that, and that's all you have to do to keep them teach them to not do that. Yep. And he didn't Patriot. do that, so like Patriot was a large puppy biting very badly. Very so feisty. it's like right. So it's Patriot like, had that's impulse. a very basic thing. So Patriot eventually got career change because of he had a little bit of impulsive behavior issues mm-hmm. and he Not had really high bit, energy. Quite a bit, actually, we're, that was his main problem. Yeah, we're skipping a whole lot of the story, and I actually would like to take the time to tell the rest of it. Because, okay, that's fine. Uh, so when. He, he was shifted to another handler, mm-hmm. and it was someone who had applied to take him, mm-hmm. and that person was just like, all right, I'll, I'll take this dog, and he didn't realize that his name, the dog's name was Patriot. Right. And it turns out the new handler was actually ex-military. Yes. I don't remember what wing of the military. I he, was he was Army. He was yeah. Army. He- yeah, so he was Army. So when he found out that the puppy's name was Patriot... It was he just, yeah, it was, was he was done. Yeah, he was done. So he got Patriot, and he lo- he put his, he did what you're not supposed to do. He put his soul into this dog. Yeah, and because he really him. wanted him to pass. He really wanted him to pass, and so he trained him up, trained him up, trained him up, and Patriot did a lot better. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where the um, reviewer said, "Okay, you've done very well." And the the the, the uh, uh, gentleman also had his own. He had was suffering from PTSD and yeah. other. I think he had he was uh, honorably discharged due to some medical issues as well. I'm, I'm he, he, he got just, injured or something like that. All, all he said is he got he injured. Issues, he yeah, has PTSD. He didn't go into it. Yeah, he didn't exactly explain. But, yeah, uh, but the, the the regular laundry list of unfortunate Six. side effects of being in the yeah. army. Yeah. <laughs> he had the regular I'm not issues. trying to downplay it at all. No, no, no. It's very but serious. This was... But no, you're not downplaying issues. it. Um, yeah. He had PTSD from the army mm-hmm. um, and this pro- him being involved in this program is something that helps him keep on yeah. a schedule and helps him feel like he's giving back so to the like community. how he exactly. copes with his PTSD. Yes. Very wonderful. Yeah. Yes. It is, so, but it also is like concerning the way that he's basically saying like, I take care of dogs to not think about what my mind thinks about when I'm not taking care of a dog. And it was just like, I mean, oh how my else gosh. are you supposed to cope with PTSD? I know, but when I they, when they took Patriot away, I'm like, give him another dog. Oh <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he could apply for another dog. That's how it is. It's ap- yeah. it's it's a uh, application based. Yeah. So, so he they get to a point where the uh, reviewer is like, "All right, we think that you've trained Patriot as much as you can, and so now we're going to shift him over to another handler to for the next leg of the training." Yeah, because it and was so, the actual like, "Here's how you train blind people." Yeah, it was like the actual blind people training. Yeah. So, dude, bro, was just so happy. He was like, "All right," but but he was because he put his soul into this dog. Yeah. Like even the next handler knew. Mm-hmm. He was like, you can visit Patriot whenever you want. Say the word. 
we can hang out. Yeah. It's just to make this transition easier for you. Yeah. And the dude was like, I know that, that, you know, I, I was only going to have him for a little bit of time yeah. and I'm really happy, but it, it does hurt to see him go. Yeah. So, you know, the transition happened. Patriots doing the training with the new handler. He's doing great, doing great, doing great, but he does have that higher energy. Mm-hmm. And after a certain point, the reviewer is like, we think that Patriot has learned as much as he can, mm-hmm. and he's got, he's gotten as good as he's going to get, and it's not good enough for seeing eye dog. Yeah. So that's when they career change him, quote unquote. Yeah. And this is why I fucking hate this show. Okay. <laughs> hate this show so much and I hate you for showing it to me you're oh such a douchebag fuck you Danny you're, oh you're welcome so, the very informative documentary continues they call dude uh-huh. bro yep they call dude bro they call dude bro and they say oh and this conversation cracked oh my god mm-hmm. it was so funny yeah. the lady says hi I'm gonna call him Davis hi Go Mr. Ahead. Davis um yeah, so we've decided that, and, and the camera is in the room with uh-huh. the dude bro and his like mom or whatever. Yeah, and and so they're listening to to the lady over the speakerphone. We're gonna watch you like, take a phone call. Yeah, she's like, she's like, oh yeah, you know, we've we've decided that you know, Patriot, you know, we're we're gonna career change him, and so you know, we were just wondering if like you wanted to you know take him take take ownership of him. And I understand that that's a big ask because, you know, you know, changing your life around to take on this dog is, is, you know, a huge deal. And, and, you know, we understand if, if you can't do that, if that's too much for you, there are other people who are interested that we can call next, but we thought we'd offer them to you first and just kind of see what you think. Like a, a diabetes program was interested in maybe training or testing him to see if he could do he that. Could do that, yeah. Because yeah. he had potential for something. Yeah, yeah. And so he, she was like, "Do you? Is that something you could take on? Are you all right with that?" And he was quiet for like a second. It looked like he was going to cry. And then he said, "You know, I've thought about it for five seconds." And I absolutely want Patriot back. Please give him to me. Give me my dog back. Give me my dog back. And so it was literally like one of those, like, it it turned into one of those stereotypical YouTube videos where a deployed army man comes back from the military and their dog sees him. And Patriot saw him and Patriot lost his shit. Mm. He was like, oh my God, it's the guy that loves me, you know? And the dude is like crying. The only one who understands me. Yeah. And and the the dude says, he's like, you know... I know he failed because he's an idiot, but he's my idiot. Yeah. And they're just like loving on each other, and then I was crying. I think he called him. Yeah, he he called him a jerkwad. He's like, he's, he's my, my jerkwad. jerkwad. He's yeah. My jerkwad, and it was just the best thing. <laughs> and I hate this show. Well, I'm happy I made you feel emotions. <laughs> you hate the show because it was like a happy. They had a happy ending. Each dog had a happy ending. How dare you make me feel my own feelings? I'm still, I'm still under. Okay, I still think Primrose has a home and a place, and she is loved and wanted. How many litters of puppies do they have? I don't know. (laughs) 
We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, as along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon.com slash PetParentsPod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. PetParentsPod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link BarkBox.com slash PetParentsPod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. I want to know not... more about this breeding program. Okay. And the well, breeding fair... colony. Anyway. Okay. I think, but, but that story. I'm sure they do take care of them. I just. With, with how yeah. much they kept track of the fact that dude bro loved mm-hmm. Patriot. Yeah. And they understood, and they remembered. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, they didn't forget about him. No, they, they called him first. They're yeah. doing their best by these dogs. So there. I do think that because of the story of Dude Bro and Patriot, that Primrose is fine. Because these people clearly so put a lot of thought. Yeah, just, they she was doing so dogs. well, and I was just really disappointed. Yeah. And, and I get that they do need I female mean, dogs for their breeding program, and the, I don't like that they use the word I mean, colony. But I, anyway, it's a company, not a charity. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't it's realize a, they the dogs cost so much. But I didn't. I didn't know how yes. that stuff works. Yeah, the I don't. Mucho they, dinero. They. <laughs> I know how much work it. I mean, it makes sense with how much work. In order to yeah, maintain the program to keep everything running, there has to be income to have all these volunteers. And that's yeah. another thing. Like even um, Primrose's handler. Uh, I think this was like her eighth dog or something and they've Ninth, talked I think something uh, yeah they've done quite a few they had done quite Wait, a is few is it a company or is it 503 C- 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 a charity I think I think they're a charity. hang on hang on let me look um it is C3 oh Jesus I just forgot the name um <laughs> what oh, is uh man. okay there kid I couldn't I couldn't with the with the letters and the numbers yeah. Oh, no, I can't. 501c3 charity. Okay, sh- sh- I need to go. Oh, last oh, she, she got time. We gotta be quiet while she thinks about typing. What? <laughs> Asshole. I love you, Virginia. No, you, you were saying, you, because I'm trying to think of an organization, and you guys keep saying Guide random. Guide Dogs of America. Guide Dogs of America. Thank you. I was trying to think of the abbreviation. Mm-hmm. Guide Dogs. I don't think GDA uh, is going to get you there, so. It was... Guide Dogs for the Blind, GDB. Oh, okay. That's the organization. And they, uh, are you asking, so... Are they a charity, or... Um, they do, they do fundraising and volunteer and donations. That sounds like a charity. They're a charity. They're a charity. That makes sense. I mean, the way they 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 do have careers. They're a charity in a capitalist society. how... Could you really be for profit? I don't know. Like it's. Hey, look. Given how of, there's a lot of things that are they work throughout the U.S. <laughs> they work in Canada and the U.S. It's okay. just all the stuff you have to invest in these dogs. They wouldn't treat them as well as they do in this. You know what I mean? I think so. Yeah. If if they weren't a Especially charity, if it was like a publicly traded. Yeah. Yeah. Ruin uh, it. 
I would ruin these dogs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. my God. That and makes me sick really... to my stomach. Anyway, so they're, they it's are, it's a charity it's, and it makes sense given it's that a, it is care. a five Oh one C three public yeah. charity. Yeah. A nonprofit <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to find because no, uh, nothing said. I was just exactly. saying it, it would be really hard to profit given how many dogs fell yes. out. But so that also makes sense why they keep their breeding program in house because Ooh. it saves on how they do it, and I assume they also break it. I just up. wish we had seen a little bit of like. You know that she lives in a home. I just wish we'd seen that. Oh uh, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair. Uh, I, literally, all it was is like she's going to the breeding program, and then it's like, oh look, she had babies, and it's like, okay, but like, what's her everyday life? Like we saw everyone else's everyday life. Yeah. And then we just we we just see that she, she had babies she, she's because she's in the breeding program because it's full circle. I know. Thematically, it makes sense. But you could have said that she'll live in a home. You know. Anyway. It's it is a hour We're and a assuming, half documentary. I know. They can't cover okay, everything. Okay, one line could have explained that, you know... Where is Primrose now? Hang on, I'm going to lie. <laughs> no, I'm Googling it right now. Pick of the litter, the virtual dog go to the blind. Pick of the litter, doc. Who's a good dog? All of them, but only some of them can be guide dogs. Let's see if we got... Where is Prim no, Primrose now? Okay, we're doing a lot of live Googling in this I episode. Edit, I will edit some of this down. Everything is awful, so I'm writing about puppies. Oh, well, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> Ew! Why, uh, Kip is Googling, trying to figure out what happened to Primrose. Uh, Where is this baby? Something I found interesting when watching this, it was very fascinating to watch the from baby to full grown and seeing all the processes, seeing the handlers, and also wondering, it's like, could I ever handle doing something like that? That seems like a lot of work and also a lot of heartache and pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it also looks like it's in particular areas where you have to house them. I don't oh, know yeah, if they you ship have, you have to be close to their headquarters. Yeah, because you have to do check-ins and yeah. things like that. Uh, what was interesting, I think Primrose was done by the, like, obviously um, the woman who was her handler had been doing this for a while because they sh- she was, like, on her 10th, 11th dog or something like that. Or maybe yeah, that was another. or 10th or something. Yeah, and they, like, showed different clips of her and her other dogs, and, like, you you saw some with, like, her and her. They were very successful overall. Yeah, like, yeah. Most of their dogs became seeing guide dogs. Well, I do feel bad for her son who got born into this situation, where it's like, Mommy already does this, sweetie. He was, like, five. Yeah. And he looked heartbroken when One the was left. And I, like, how do you explain that to a child? I know that they well, probably explained it like the whole time. Yeah, because they have a picture of like one of the previous dogs where he's like a little toddler with them. That's so, just got to be rough, though. Yeah, I assume he will eventually, once he has enough emotional trauma, <laughs> get a dog of his own. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, we had, you know, like borrowed pets. Yeah. There is no where are they now. So what I'm going to do is maybe give them a call and just see if we can get an update on Primrose. Or email them. You can try it. Good luck. Journalism. Okay. We're going to do some. Hashtag journalism. Wow. We do journalism? (laughs) Yep. Well, hopefully wow. we'll have an update. Investigative here. journalist Kip. I'm like, oh, you're gonna call someone I'm and talk send to a someone. Very well written email. Okay, 
<laughs> and be like, where? What did you do with Primrose? Well, you, you could, we, we could also a... just do research into how their breeding program works. Question mark. What happens that's, to the that's dogs? Generally yeah. what I was going to do. Okay, that's yeah, just kind of email. That would actually be a really cool follow up. Okay. Good luck, investigative journalism, Kip. In case nothing comes of this, don't look forward to anything because they might not respond. Uh, yes. I mean, I'm just going to splice that into this episode. How would I, in case yeah. they don't get back in time? Yeah, they may not get back in time. Yeah, as of this recording, they have not responded. <laughs> Seeing as I haven't sent them yet. Yeah. <laughs> if I get an update, I will splice it, but I don't know if we'll have it in time. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try. But yeah, that's so. Wow. Okay. Uh, I've gotten off track because I also didn't expect you guys to get so hung up on that. <laughs> so, She's adorable, Dan. I get that, but I just thought, well, it's part of life, and this is like the one thing that in the past you're like, service guide dogs. Those are the only things I approved. I was reading. fine until they said colony. Like I said. <laughs> um. But I, Jesus Christ, um, oh no, my brain has completely derailed. Um, does anyone else have anything they want to talk about from the, what they learned about becoming a service dog and the process of uh, California and Portland area? It looks like they Oh, that's right. They mentioned Portland. They have like two offices. Um, well, our dogs could not do it. Um, would you guys like to know a popular breeds for service dogs? Labrador Retrievers. Labs are yes. Golden Retrievers. Yes. Another service dog, possibly. What's another dog you've seen? German as Shepherds. German yeah. Shepherds. Mm -hmm. Those three are the most common breeds trained as guide dogs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, How do they get around the energy of the German Shepherds? The German Shepherd lives to serve. Yeah, but they're higher energy than the labs. Uh, they also, it's partly also, I think they need the intelligence factor to be able yeah. to be decisive. Because here's a, another thing is there is high energy, but um, a lot, if you do a lot of like, so scent work is something that actually exhausts the dogs a lot more than like yeah. running them in a yard. So I assume the mental process of having to be as alert and fixated and focused on your surroundings guess, yeah. probably helps take down that energy. Mm -hmm. And they're not normally passed on to a human till they're like two or three. Yeah, and then they've chilled out. And then, so they're at their chill phase. Also, these dogs can, they can work up until like, it tends, but it, they do have a, a time limit of like eight or nine is a common retiring time yeah. for them because See of the, reasons. The age, I get that they need breeding dogs. The age thing is another thing is that they were like maybe a year and a half or whatever mm -hmm. when Primrose was yeah. sent to join the breeding colony. Yeah. And it's like, well, she would age out of some of the energy. Yeah. So, but okay. I, it, like I said, I, I know. Think, I know they need them. Yes. Um. So, Great Dane, St. Bernard, and Bernese Mountain Dogs uh, possess the height and strength and are what about popular. Great they're not on the list. Why though, are they not on the list? Because this is the list I got from a talk to AKC. But they're like the other mountain dogs, basically, aren't they? Babe, okay. I'm trying to okay. read a reference. Sorry, go ahead. They, they provide height and strength for mobility assistant dogs. And, um,. Sometimes uh, poodles, 
because of the variety of sizes can work well for um, things like mobility assistance, such as like carrying objects, light switches, things like that. And toy versions and miniatures and such are really good for um, like sugar alert detection. Um, companion dogs that are easy to carry around can be used for um, allergy. Uh, hang on, I'm trying to find the actual uh, seizure, blood sugar alerts, and medical alert dogs is what they're known as because they're trained to either look for specific signs in their humans or certain scents. Actually, people emit certain pheromones before certain things happen, yeah. and that's what they're trained to do, which is really crazy. And I would love to see a documentary on, a, like, an actual, like, how they train a medical alert dog, because I think it's very fascinating. I know there are some dogs, and this is, like, a separate thing. Yeah. There are some dogs that are trained to detect, like, the slightest bit of peanuts in food. Yes, that's another mm -hmm. one. Because people die of peanut allergies yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. There's diabetes dogs, which are good at detecting, like, the for type 1. They can, like, know when you're uh, blood sugar. And also provide a comfort because a lot of kids who have type 1 diabetes have to do a lot of medical stuff. And that's very stressful. Lots of needles can cause fear and anxiety. As someone who had to take a lot of allergy tests, mm -hmm. developed a fear of needles... So their diabetes dog gets to go with them to the hospital. So it helps provide an extra level of comfort and anxiety yeah. relief, which is very good. It's also really cute to see the diabetes dog boop them when their blood sugar mm -hmm. goes a little bit too high or low. You just go boop, 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 boop. Yeah. And you're like, I know I'm getting my Atlantis. I'm going to go, you know. And then there's also psychiatric service dogs, which uh, PTSD, which we mm -hmm. talked about. We did talk about Patriot, and he hasn't officially become a PTS dog because they PTSD, yeah. PTSD mm -hmm. dog, but mm -hmm. uh, they said unofficial. So mm -hmm. you can get licensed and train them to do things like um, I, there's something. It's like where they lay on top of you, pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're like pressure trained to help. Like if you're having an episode, yeah. they like lean it against feels you. So good to have a little bit of pressure. Slide a weighted blanket. When you're, yeah. a, when you're having a panic attack, mm -hmm. and you got that weight. Yeah, they and they're trained to oh, basically man. hug you. It really helps when you got the when you're having a panic attack and you got the shivers. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I tell you, it, it really does help a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a it's a type of uh, service animal which uh, you you like. Because I, I think the first time I saw something like that was on Puppy Prep because mm -hmm. they did a lot of stabilization and weight um, pressure training mm -hmm. on those dogs. And it uh, they're like, we're you just look over and they're like filming and a dog's like laying in someone's arms. And they're like, they look like they're cuddling, but actually this dog is practicing pressure. Mm -hmm. which they're is doing one of, a job. They're doing a job. They're it's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, what do you guys think of the way they train where the handler has to literally cover his eyes and they have oh, yeah. another person who's like, if the dog starts messing up, it's like, nope, don't go into traffic, you two. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You have to actually I... be sightless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To like make sure that you, the, so that the dog can get used to what it feels like, like to have an actual blind person. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I also liked all the car training where it's like mm -hmm. just a person with them, like, 
trying to run you down very slowly. Yeah, running you down. When I saw the hood of the car kind of like bump up against the people, oh, yeah, I, I was like, that, yeah. I was like, oh, that is, that is so aggressive. But I understand it. Yeah. They're going I very understand. gently. Yeah, they're, they're not very gentle. Uh, They've done this you a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I like the comments about the dog recognizing the car. I'm like, of course they would. This is the terrible yeah. driver. This is keep stopping this. Keep running me down. Yeah. I mean, it's very funny. Normal dogs recognize cars because I know sometimes I'll let the dogs out and they notice your car in the driveway and they're like, oh, they get lose this their here. shit because they, some, well, they sometimes they used to hope that your dogs are coming over back when um, they came over more often. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. lose their shit because they're like, oh my god, Rosie's here. Yeah, little baby Rosie, yeah. little snapping turtle, little snapping yeah. turtle. I love but, Rosie. Yeah. I love Rosie with my entire soul. She's such a good dog. She's a good dog. One last training thing was the trying to teach uh, the sidewalkless walking, mm. where it's like you need to walk them toward the car. Like yeah. that, I think uh, that was um, Poppets. She struggled on, like, she did everything well. And then, like, that walking one, she's like, I take them away from the cars, and now you want me to take them toward the cars? What? Make up your mind! Make it make sense! <laughs> okay, fine. We'll walk toward the car. Okay, I guess this car isn't moving. That's mm. true. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it is an interesting film. If people want to learn more about service animals, you can do your own research. You can look at volunteering. There's lots of different types of service animals you can get. Uh, and something that they need puppy raisers. Paper, puppy raisers are their biggest bottleneck. That is said like cross the board. It's a lot of work, but they need mm-hmm. most of volunteers. Yeah, because you're dealing with the um, crate training, the basic obedience training, the socialization. My bad. Continue. The the socialization and basically all the horrible things that is like just get through the next six months and we'll get through this and there'll be a sane normal dog. We teach you how to be a dog. And then you do that. Existing out in public. And then you pass it on to the next person. And then they're like, You want another puppy? You're like, Yeah. Who needs to sleep? (laughs) Yeah, but uh, if that doesn't sound appealing That doesn't sound appealing to me. Yeah. It's but def- also, I couldn't do it with my work. Yeah, you can't do it with your work. Um, it's a big time sink. Obviously, it was interesting seeing the variations in handlers. Like, we had the uh, army veteran who used it as a coping skill. You also had a lot of retired people. You had a couple people who it looked like this was, like, the thing. Like, one of the people in the couple did for, like, their... Um, they talked about one woman, she got into it after her husband died, and she had nine dogs who, like, were older, and they all passed away, and she, like, had a void in her heart, and she felt lonely, and so she started doing this for that. Um, and it helped fill that void and give back in a way that, th- that way she isn't making the long-term commitment of having to deal with the, because she was an older person, so right. it's a shorter-term a commitment. year commitment. Yeah. Yeah, of a dog. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, and I can see why it appeals to like more retired people because they have more time on their hands, or the young and upcoming dog future super dog trainer who he's going to become a CNI dog pro one day, mm-hmm. not in high school. Oh, and next time, teach the dog not to bite. I think also, hey, we we look, we learned patriot was patriot was energetic. 
he was. He's but a stubborn boy. In the filming, he wasn't doing the commands to keep him from biting. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't, we also he wasn't only, overreacting. Still, so I'm just saying, like, he wasn't doing consistency. We could see that. Yeah, but I will also want to say we only get a small sample of what I know, they but do. consistency. Consistency is important. High schooler. Yeah. I don't want to be harsh on the high schoolers no, first try. No, I know. I, like I said, I wasn't trying to bash him. It's just, you know. The that, sweet My Chemical Romance, clearly, baby. No, I, I like that kid. I do. And it, clearly his mom also didn't know anything about it because she wasn't telling him. To, I don't know. Why anyway. My Chemical Romance, baby? He, he had a t-shirt. He had a t-shirt that said, oh, yeah, that, he had a My Chemical Romance yeah. t-shirt. We got that at a thrift shop. I don't know. He had other funky... Name one My Chemical Romance song. Okay, we're not gatekeeping here. <laughs> also, he had other he, Look, he's just not a first-generation fan. It's fine. The second-generation <laughs> fans are fine. They exist. I actually only know one My Chemical Romance song. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. What, what, uh, let me... Can, which one is it? I, it's it's their most popular one. Which Which one? Which one? Oh you know. God. Do you not even know? <laughs> the, Black Parade, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. I thought I they them, have a lot of popular they, songs. I get them and, and Panic at the Disco mixed up also. That's it's, Any other thoughts people have on service animals? Um, this is obviously an overview. This is obviously kind of using one or two sources. And this isn't going into the full depth. If you want to see a really good explanation of puppy to full service dogs and the challenges, pick of the litter is a cool movie to watch. Documentary to get uh, an idea of it. Or do you wish there are more service animals available for people and that they were more affordable? Yeah. Um, a light, a more lighthearted but still serious puppy prep. Which yep. is on YouTube for free, so easier to access. Yep. And um, it, yeah, it would be amazing if we could do a lot more training with service animals and a lot more access to people with medical care, um, so that everyone can have as a rich and fulfilling life. Because also that would be amazing. Because pets are amazing and super smart and. Fucking hell, I don't think I'd ever want to be a guide dog. That seems like a lot of work yeah. and pressure. Also yeah. a lot of pressure. That's our, why our Potomac. dogs could not do it. I mean, Rue would have failed out because of health reasons. Yeah. They, oh, yeah, that's another thing. Dogs can actually fail out. They can be fully trained, but they have a they, severe they medical have, yeah, reason. Yeah, so Rue would have failed out at five months when she almost died. Yeah, because it's a chronic health condition. Yeah. I think one of the ladies talked about that. Uh, one of the blind people who was getting, um, who, she got a poppet. Uh, her previous dog, part of the reason that dog had to retire and become just a pet dog was because of a chronic food, uh, I think, allergy or something like that. Or some other thing. I know one of I know one of the They said something about food allergies. Yeah, something somewhere in the video they talked about a dog who failed out because of a food allergy medical yeah. reason. So there's all that stuff into consideration. Yeah. And if for some reason this is your first episode hearing uh our dog Rue has a immune uh issue where her system attacks her liver. Yeah. So she's so a chronically ill baby. She will be forever on medication so that her immune system does not kill her. Yes. So, yeah, um, look into service animals if yep. you're interested. Uh, Heath, where can folks find us? They can find us on PetParentsPod.com. Uh, tell your friends and family who like animals about us. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. And you can email us, PetParentsPod at gmail.com. Um, 
Kip, I'm sorry I made you watch a sad movie. I made you cry and feel things. So good. Okay. Um, we'll always continue to get better. And good luck with your hopes and dreams. Goodbye. Good luck, service dogs. Well, dreams of service. Bye.